He responded to Saucy Santana with his fake ass patwa. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, don't, 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 he was just like, but you did I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, first of all, I didn't even know you was Jamaican. One, two, your accent sound hella fake. Like, you thought you was big and bad because you had a Jamaican accent on. Like, I'm so confused. Like, and, like I'm so homophobic, bro, and I want to say all the homophobic things in patwa, but boy. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> But I can't, so I'm gonna cry. Welcome back to another episode of the Petty Headquarters. I'm your host, Tiana Log, and this is Jesse Strange. And we are back at it again with another motherfucking video. Yeah. We all saw. We all saw. <laughs> so, yes, we are going to talk about something very special, something that's also going to be very deep. So, um, bear with us and come along for the ride. Uh, some crazy shit happened on the internet from DJ Academics with Saucy Santana all the way to this new shit about Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy, Darius Jackson. Yep. And it's just all appalling, appalling, appalling news. Mm-hmm. But first, we're going to just start with DJ Academics mm-hmm. and Saucy Santana. If you don't know who they are, DJ Academics is... Uh, how do I describe this? A podcaster? Like, how do I describe this man? Yeah, yes. A, a streamer, a podcaster. Yeah, he's like a streamer, but he's also a podcaster. He also conducts a little bit of interviews here and there. He covers a lot of the hip-hop culture. Right. He's very big in, in, in having a voice in the hip-hop culture. Right, right. And I guess he is and was a DJ, but I'm not sure about that career path. So that who that's who DJ Academics is. And Saucy Santana is another rapper and he's gay so that's like the biggest thing that people see when they see saucy santana they see the nails they see the beard they Mm -hmm. see the makeup they see the body and it's just like you know you know it's saucy santana when you hear his voice definitely him and young miami pretty much got the same sound like he's friends with the city girls young miami aka carisha is his best friend Mm -hmm. so yeah a lot surfaced the internet when dj academics had a lot to say about the city girls because mm-hmm, they did an interview and they did an interview with the breakfast club right yeah. and they deep dived into their story into what they've been through yeah and dj academics was not shy on criticizing the city girls right right and basically he disrespected them also real shit said basically they didn't they're an example of women who don't deserve who what, don't do the work who, who don't do the work right exactly. who are lazy and and have no talent which is what he said and get places by what we don't know but they just get far in I guess life by looks i guess he's i guess he's insinuating looks or fucking somebody i don't know so for a little bit of background on this the city girls did sit down with um the breakfast club um and they were talking about you know just the management of their brand and how they feel like their album didn't do that well because, you know, maybe certain parties involved weren't as hands-on and, I guess, driven to promote. They feel like they just didn't promote as hard as they should have. And that's their fault. They need to work on their management. But it was mostly more about that and just 
them as a group and you know just life and mm-hmm. the internet like it was it wasn't that deep it's a really great interview if you guys are interested in watching it but i guess dj academics saw the interview and this is what he had to say i'm gonna be honest with you man i think the city girls are completely over with and they did the most pathetic interview i just seen recently and we, we need to hold some of these some of these um makeshift makeshift um chameleon non-talented lazy non-passionate people accountable you see the city girls are the definition of people who have gotten to places in their career without ever really doing the work let me be very very clear about them the city girls are a byproduct of good writers good people that put image around them people that branded them the city girls there's nothing the city girls has actually ever really did for their self and that's the problem because there's always a bunch of people who are working so hard they're talented whatever they they don't get the break that they they kind of want and they either never make it or never make it to those heights but it's always frustrating me when i see people like the city girls who clearly like i watched this interview and i realized these two should have never been hot to begin with. So that is what he had to say. And um, he even went on to say like some disgusting words about Carisha, which I don't have that clip right now, but we can easily find that and put it in here. Y'all and your f***ing Batman best friend, because me ain't no Batman thing. You's a Batman man, you know, deal, period. I can't even say what I really want to say, because, you know, I'm telling you, my heart was... I was born in Spanish Town Hospital in Jamaica, nigga. I grew up and I seen the worst things in my life. When I came over here, I had to be tolerant in a Bati boys like motherfucking Saucy Santana. A nigga like that would never, I swear, if he was in Jamaica, me, I swear he would never be able to speak like this to me without real repercussions. But of course, we in America, so everybody exists. So I got to smile and I got to laugh, and this is cool. But when you're talking about you looking for me, Bati boy, I mean, in a Bati one thing. So when you're looking for me, just make sure you, you realize. You just playing this internet game. Because if you really want to know where I'm at, nigga, 888, nigga, Newark Avenue, Jersey City, New Jersey, nigga. That's where my headquarters are. I've been saying this mad times. You show up there with any type of disrespect, any type of Batman vibes, and it's going to be a fucking movie. Even worse for you, because I'm telling you, I don't deal with Batman thing, dog. You as a person, you as an entity, the way you exist, the person you are, the spirit you are, nigga. Only thing I could ever do is pray for a nigga like you. But if you want to really try to get it in, I'm telling you where I'm at, nigga. Straight up, we can get it up. Don't want to do it. Don't tell me to come to your party. Fuck Carisha. Diddy ain't finna say nothing to me. Fuck you, nigga. You pull up to where I'm at. I'm telling you where I'm at. Nigga, why, why am I walking around looking for a fucking Batman? You come look for me if you got a problem. The address don't change. The timing don't change. You could communicate to me directly. I bet you won't do that because what you think you finna come do there is not gonna happen there. I got a great ass, I got a great ass surprise of what what, what the itinerary gonna be. I show up there. I gave this address not only to first of all, I don't even like giving it to a botty money because you probably trying to come up there and suck everybody up, nigga. You can't nigga like the fuck you gotta talk about. Boy, your own your own best friend don't respect you, nigga. You over here trying to talk about respect, nigga. Your best friend don't respect you. She's a hoe. Your whole best friend don't respect you. Like, come on, nigga. Like, 
Boy, I don't care what your whole best friend don't respect you. And she's a side chick, nigga, getting piped out by like all type of niggas. Billionaire pissing on hers type shit. She don't respect you. But you trying to ride for her, you, yo, you a, come on, nigga. If she don't respect you, nigga, because that's why she's saying certain, these type of things. Yo, when y'all say gay shit or whatever to me, that shit bounce off me because we don't like Batman. Straight up. So Saucy Santana saw this and was livid, was upset, and took to Instagram to be like, yo, Carisha's having a party. Meet us outside. Pull up. But before that, Carisha had tweeted on Twitter. She said, if the city girls are over, why a keep speaking on us? Put every interview. The fuck? So, yeah, that's what Young Miami had to say in her in her uh, Twitter post. So clearly this was like a discussion amongst her and Saucy Santana and JT and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, yeah, Saucy took it upon himself to take to Instagram and yeah. I mean, first of all, I want to just address what he has to say real quick because, look, yo, DJ, all right, it's it's crazy to me to sit there and say that they're lazy. That is like, why, it's such a disgrace to hear a man who's sitting behind a fucking gaming chair with low production quality, right, and who has like minimal lighting, has... It just seems like a fucking regular YouTube streamer when you have a deal with Spotify. Even your Spotify interviews are nothing more special, which they should be if you're being sponsored by Spotify. But you want to call the city girls lazy. To me, it's 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 disgusting. I don't think that anybody gets to their levels, whether they have a team full of writers or not, by being lazy. I think that is... A poor choice of words, a poor choice of judgment, and I feel like it reflects DJ academics. And I, I was online doing a little bit of research on him, which honestly, I talked to Tiana about this because I didn't want to really give him the platform because the way he thinks is this, and I've heard his interviews. He thinks that, and he's smart, whether or not you like him, if you're giving, if you're talking about him, then his voice is important enough for you to talk about. So I thought about not even giving him the time during our podcast today because I really don't like him as a person. I don't. I don't agree with his point of views. I don't agree with how he bashes women all the time. But I did hear some. I did take the time to actually listen to like what people had to say in 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 favor of DJ academics, and they said stuff like, you know. He's critical to women as he's critical to men. Women want to be equal, except when it comes to criticism. And the thing is that DJ Academics is not afraid to criticize women the way other people would be in the industry. And I think that is an interesting argument, but it is wrong. Here's why I say that. Criticism, right? Healthy criticism would mean that he would have anything else to say other than the fact that they got to their place where they did with all these rioters. They're lazy. How can you tell someone who is at that level of success that they're lazy? Let's keep it a buck because to be that to, to be that successful, you have to wake up, you have to tour, you have to have a you have to have these things. There is no level of, of lazy in that. Like that, like really, there isn't. And their production doesn't show it because at the end of the day, they they come out with good music. Right, like right. let's keep it a buck and and not Young Miami, but who's the other JT. one? JT. JT's been passionate about very about, passionate about 
writing music since day one, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like to discredit women just because they're women and because they're pretty right. is taking away the work that they have put in to get to where they need to be. One. Two, I don't think it's fair that DJ academics is sitting there saying that, oh, you know, I, I have every right, you know, at the end of the day, my voice is important. If my my voice might, must be important enough to 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 get you that mad. And it's like, I'm going to say what I say and y'all just mad because I have an opinion. Your opinion sometimes derive from your, your own personal experiences right. and opinions with right. women. So that mm-hmm. doesn't make it that it's correct or that it's anything else. Right. It just means it just shows very telling about you one and two, you have a big platform and you just use it irresponsibly because you and your platform is the type of platform that allows men who hate other women and want to bash women and want to take away the work that they have to do to be successful. That's the outlet. That's the platform they go on to, to let out those feelings. Right. And I don't appreciate that. Right. Which is why I'm, Happy and grateful for Saucy Santana Mm -hmm. coming out here as a gay man Mm -hmm. standing up for the women because at the end of the day, where where is everyone else? Right. And you know what? Like, it's a good thing that you say that because I feel like there's a difference between constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and just downright bashing someone with no value behind it, with no substance, with no sources, with nothing to back it up. Mm -hmm. Because you simply just call them names out of your ass. Mm -hmm. But what work and source did you show to back that up? Correct. You know what I mean? And and I feel like, <laughs> and this is what I'm saying too, like when people comment about us saying that we're this and we're that, and I'm just like, well, you need to take that energy over to DJ Academics because at least we have our sources to back up everything we're He's saying. He's talking out his ass He's right talking now. out his ass. What? There's no sense of professionalism. There's no sense of deep diving. There's no research. There's really not really any journalism on his end so at all. So if you're lazy, can you please list examples of how the city girls exactly. have been lazy, please? Exactly. Explain that Explain part. that. It Elaborate. doesn't Because if you're going to say something like that you need to back up your answer with their reasoning you need to back this is like an essay you can't just have the intro with no body and no conclusion and i feel like that's what dj academics does all the time look at when he talks shit exactly how are you sponsored by spotify you gotta deal with spotify but your videos don't look anything special they look boring there's just the streaming platform the, the 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 chat and then there's just your face and it's just like you don't even take the time to to spend whatever money you got fucking doing the research or having people do the research for you I mean, so that you can look at the sources yourself. Right, 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 right. And and the thing is, there are people that will argue like, oh, you know, his, he, his voice is just that good. He don't even need the production, which, okay, that's fair. You can say that because you don't always need production, right? But in terms of like disseminating information to a large group of people, you would think that you would at least have something to back up what you're saying, but you don't. So therefore, it's not criticism that's constructive at all. I feel like people confuse the difference between constructive criticism and just downright bashing and Mm -hmm. insulting someone online. Those two are two different things. They are not the same. And I feel like people need to read a fucking book. Pick up a fucking book before you come out here talking shit. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. People just come on the internet talking shit and DJ Academics is one of them. Absolutely. Absolutely one of them. And, And again... I just, you know, really stuck, it struck me. It just hit me the wrong way when he said lazy. Because, like, how can you tell these bitches 
Like I like I can you imagine. You know what? Another thing that you said too, like how he speaks from his own personal experience, and a lot of people that have a lot of stuff to say about DJ academics, they do say like you know his main thing, like he likes to talk shit about black women, and when he does talk shit about black women, there are specific keywords that he uses. Lazy is one of them. Um, ghetto is one of them. Uneducated is one of them. You know, he uses very stereotypical words yes. that are targeted towards black women. And that's like a thing too, where it's like, how was your relationship with your mother? That's my question. Because it just seems like, look at how he spoke about Jaden as opposed to how he spoke about, um, uh, sexy red Krishan. And I'm, I'm listen, I'm just calling it for what it is, how he spoke about sexy red Krishan, Carisha, separately the city girls and all that there's this just this negative connotation that constantly comes out of his mouth now granted you know sexy red and krishan sometimes aren't problematic and probably aren't the best examples but there are times when people are just really minding their business and he just comes out with again like just crazy crazy shit crazy like that that was not needed they would they don't need they didn't even give him the time of day like, right. to even sit there and they didn't have no beef prior to that. Right. He just came out here using the city girl's name for for content. Let's right. keep that one as right. one. Right. You're using women for content and bashing them at the same time, but then you say you 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 and you know what type of audience you have. You're hip hop culture, right. predominantly black and Latino. Right. So what are you doing? Right, right, what are you right. what narrative are you trying to represent right. like present here like right. you know what i'm saying it's right, just right 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 but that's the thing again like look at how he talks about Jaden. right she like i said in the past few episodes like she's the blueprint for what guys like that want a woman that don't really say much quiet stick to herself cook clean stay home and just be with me just be loyal while i do my shit mm -hmm. he had so much good things to say about her even though she's making herself look really stupid mm -hmm. but guys like that with fragile egos and fragile masculinity they think like that mm -hmm. so of course they're not going to want to deal with anyone that has their own sense of identity their own sense of mind their their own self-worth mm -hmm. because when you have self-worth you talk like me and you. And you don't stand for the bullshit. Exactly. And they want you to stand for the bullshit so that they can continue to do their bullshit. And this is why my thing is, what was your relationship with your mother? Because it's giving weird. And it's I, I watched an interview of him. I couldn't say this is when I decided, like, girl, I'm not trying to give him the time of day because I really can't. I don't have patience. You know me in real life. I don't have patience for men like that. But he was just talking about basically how. You know, he he's in an on and off relationship, whatever. And he then Vlad TV asked him, does he want kids? He's like, yeah, I want kids. He's like, OK, do you want to get married? And he's like, nah. But why, look, but why not? And then he goes on to say, you know, in this world, you know, in this in this culture, we we you know, you're not going to really like what's the point that da, da, da. but but forget all that. Forget his excuses, because at the end of the day, think about the mindset. Right. You want a kid. But you don't want to get married. Right. You want a commitment, but you want a half-ass commitment right. without the other half of the commitment right. legally. Mm -hmm, legally. Mm -hmm. So it's repeating, no offense, but it's repeating a cycle of trauma of of no have bringing in a kid yep. into the world with no example of a what a real healthy relationship should right. be. And that's the problem with a lot of people these days mm -hmm. is that you're bringing kids into the world for whatever reason. Maybe you think the person is right at the time. Maybe you think this, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But going back to DJ academics, 
you want to bring in a kid mindfully. You thinking about it already right? without yep. the idea of marriage. That's yep. the type of example yep. you want to bring your kids into. Yep. And then you wonder why the trauma keeps keeps going. Right. The cycle keeps going. Why people, why the divorce rates are so high mm-hmm. nowadays. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's because y'all just sitting there busting babies left and right without having or setting a good example of right. what a, really a healthy relationship should be. A lot of these parents want to look at the kids and be like, oh, why you this? Why you that? Have y'all looked at yourselves and looked at the environment you raised your kids in? That part. And also what I thought was interesting about that, uh, I guess there was another clip I might have watched and it was him talking about how it was with after the aftermath of the City Girls thing and Queen Latifah got involved somehow yeah. and reposted something and yeah. he addressed it. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, oh, you know, Queen, La- Queen Latifah, you know, we in the same neighborhood. We should we should go out and brunch because, like, I'm sure you're a part of the clickbait, co- not the clickbait, the click, the clip culture where you must have only seen the 30 seconds of his clip and then you don't really know the full context and we should go and I want to, you know, talk to you and really because I respect you as a legend and da 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 da. But I thought it's interesting. You know why? Because the only reason why he was this is my opinion this is solely my opinion because i just see how his perspective is towards specific types of women right so this is only my opinion i genuinely feel like he respects queen latifah because she was not those girls that like little kim that was out here like you know out here being more you know sexualizing she was more of you know that conservative but rapped and like had that type of style when it came to music and i just think it's interesting that again going back to the same type he he wants to bash women that use sex and sell sex towards men because i mean sex sells um they he wants to bash those type of women but wants to respect women like queen latifah which granted queen latifah is a legend so she deserves absolutely all respect but i just wonder would he have the same type of respect if lil kim came on you know what i'm saying like mm. someone who was a little bit more revealing right. with their music and with their right. with their antics i don't know but that was just something that i picked up on as well mm-hmm. yeah so basically after you know this whole thing happened after he spoke out about the city girls which honestly I feel like him speaking out about the city girls was so unprovoked because they didn't they didn't even do anything like I feel I watched an entire interview with the breakfast club and honestly like I don't I didn't see anything that was newsworthy for Mm -hmm. him to speak about so I just think that him coming on and even talking about it period was so unprovoked like you just starting you just literally started with them for what just because what you don't like the city girl antics that's really it that's it you don't like the city girl antics you don't like what like pay for this pussy nigga like you don't like that you don't like sexy red for the same reasons right and he don't like glorilla either and he don't like her sean either and he even attacked Mm -hmm. glorilla when she didn't even say anything about him he attacked he attacks women because he hates women let's keep that above like that's my (laughs) opinion that's solely my opinion but i've met a lot of guys like him and they all have the same sense yes they 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 like sleeping with women yeah right they they, they're not gay right but let me tell you something deep down inside they all got mommy issues and they hate women because they just can't stand when a woman wants to embrace like their 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 sex when at the end of the day men like that shit 
the fuck that's not my fault that men like that the fuck go talk to your <laughs> go talk to your boys that right. pay for them only fans and shit All go right. talk to your boys that part so yes after that whole fiasco and situation happened saucy santana took to the internet and had some crazy things to say who say y'all miami has a party in miami she having a halloween party pull up on us pull up and come and, and come holler and it's nothing for her to say to you it's nothing for young Miami to ever say to you because she a girl. You a man, you a nigga. And you on and you doing an interview talking about, oh, I was about to beef with Santana, but I had to, I had to ball, I had to bow down because I was gonna lose. So you mean to tell me you could publicly bully a bitch on the internet every motherfucking day, but you don't want to get in, you don't want to get into a spat or a combat or a physical altercation with a motherfucking gay boy. But you like to argue with bitches though. Stop playing with people. The bitches don't play on the internet. So Carisha got a party on Tuesday in Miami and pull up. If you don't have to send it to her, come and address me. Come and address the niggas that's gonna be in the motherfucking room stop playing games on the internet and then you wondering why bitches calling you boxy boys and bags and punks because you're a drama field and you only with bitches you only arguing with bitches all my day i'm a nigga i don't even do that i'm a gay boy and i don't even fuck with bitches all day bitch i really like to slap the shit out of out of niggas bitch since i was a kid that's what the fuck i do since high school i fought boys i never fought bitches a day in my motherfucking life um, oh shout out to saucy santana for real when he came out and said that Oh, it just, you know what? It, it makes me so happy because one, again, it, it's just nice because ain't no, like someone like DJ Academics will never respect a woman standing up to him. Right. Will never. No. Because he doesn't, he just the personality. And right. Like I said. Like you'll just never win that argument. Yeah. Don't even try to argue. Yeah, exactly. He'll never respect a woman. But to hear a, a man do that and then a gay man with nails on top of that. Right. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. I was right. like, yeah, saucy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell that boy off, boy. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, it ended up turning into like a whole thing where it back was like a forth. back and forth and like Saucy Santana had also like said in a video that he would, you know. Oh, yeah. said a, a controversial. Right. Thing. He said a controversial comment where the Internet took it and ran with it and was like, oh, so y'all are just condoning the R word. Right. So he said uh, that he will F uh, DJ academics from behind. Right. You know, and yeah. I have the clip. What the somebody mean you got your headquarters for? That's the problem. See, I think I'm starting to think that maybe this is your aesthetic. You do the fake internet shit, and then you and you sit in a room full of cameras and try to make a bitch crash out. You know, that's like we from the hood. Oh yeah, that's like we tell the bitch, uh huh, come in my house, come in my house, cause I can do whatever I want to. I went out. You don't have to. Me and you can meet. We we, we want to meet you outside. I want to meet you outside. I don't want to pull up to no motherfucking headquarters, bitch. Corporate ass nigga. I don't want to post that on my headquarters. I want to meet you in the club. I want to meet you in the field. I want to meet you in the streets. I want to see you outside. Let's get active. Headquarters. And I don't want to keep even pressing that we get on. We from the hood because we corporate too. We corporate too. Don't get it wrong. Bitches is cashing nice checks out this bitch. But we all know your mother headquarters is giving 911. What's your emergency? Bitch, no, we're not doing that. We want to see you out the door, outside in the motherfucking field, bitch. You chatting about? Cause you talking about, bitch? Body man, bitch ass nigga. Nobody not pulling up to no motherfucking headquarters. Think this bitch work for McDonald's or something? Stop motherfucking playing with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door, in the streets, in the field, in the streets, in the club. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Well, let, 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 let's get it on, bitch. That's what the fuck we want to do. Bitch, and after I beat you, I'm gonna 
you on your ass because you a bitch ass nigga. That's what we do to you. Yeah, that was a controversial clip that, yeah, it surfaced the internet and then people on Twitter like, oh, so you guys are just going to condone the R word. And then other people were saying, well, that's a term that, you know, amongst men said like in that street shit. So I don't know. I don't know. You want to talk about do your you, opinion? Do you want to talk about I, it? I don't have no shame in talking about how I feel about you, that. Okay. I mean, I feel like in my opinion, I was like, damn, that was a little like rough around the edges. But on the other hand, I do understand the other side of it too. If you're thinking like street shit and you're not thinking in the terms of politically correct shit. So it's like, so, and DJ Academics. So <sighs> here, let me, let me. I want to, I want to, okay. So, yeah, what he said was crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) What he said was wild. Like, like, again, I get why people can feel some type of way. However, I do feel like it is, it is something that straight men are going to run with when they hear a gay man say that to them, because this was something like an ignorant mentality they used to have back in the day like history, you know, they'll be like, oh, we don't want gay men. When you were not allowed to be gay openly, you know, people would, or like even in the military, they would say, oh, because in jail, right, you get, you get the R word. You get R-worded in jail or whatever by other men. And so that's something that that comes from like a fear of straight men, especially ignorant straight men. And that was, that existed a lot back in the day. That still exists in and people who are who have homophobic tendencies, who don't like gay men, that's still a thing. So I feel like I can understand why people why people say like, oh, you're gonna let a gay man get away with that because he's gay. I can understand that argument. However, I just don't think it's a it's fair because it's just gonna condone a lot of straight men to to run with that. This is why you know this is not fair that you know that the gay guy can say this. And at the end of the day. You know, growing up in, in like where I've seen people who were involved in gangs and stuff like that, um, growing up seeing girls who hung around a lot of guys who were in gangs and stuff, you see that amongst even straight like straight men threatened. That's like a threat, right? Right. It's a threat to another man. It's not like he's really going to do it. Saucy Santana is a, a, a someone who's of status and he's just talking to to just talk. Right. Like mm-hmm. it was not a real thing. He's not really going to do that. It was just a threat. However, how it comes off, I guess, I guess, you know, it's controversial at right. the end of the day. So I, I get it. I just don't think, you know, I just think it's annoying because. So you think DJ Academics needs that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? No. No, I like I just because I know it's not going to happen and I I would never want that to happen to anybody at the end of the day. You know what the fuck? That's wild. Either way, man, gay, straight, woman, don't matter. R word is an R word and that's wrong. And anybody who condones that, does that, should be arrested. Right. I don't I don't agree with that at all. However, I just feel like. You, you know, said put some fear in DJ Academics. Yeah, it was just talking shit. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, it, it just, again, him, people doing that thing where they're like, oh, oh, you know, you just going to condone this. I feel like it's a Karen thing. It's a Karen move because mm-hmm. you're just like, 
It's like it's like Tzatziki threatening Krishan. Like she's not really gonna do it. She's just talking out her ass because she's mad. Like that's what people do sometimes. Like you know, like I just I don't know. I just I don't take that seriously. But you know, people who want to run with that narrative will, and mm-hmm. that's just the internet, right? Like, and then after that, DJ Academics, I guess, made a video or streamed oh. himself crying about the whole situation because he's like, "Oh, I can't say what I really want to say." And even before he started crying, he responded to Saucy Santana with his fake ass patwa. Like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, dude, 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 dude. he was just like, but boy, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, first of all, I didn't even know you was Jamaican. One, two, your accent sound hella fake. Three, did you think the accent was gonna make you more more strong? Like, you felt like I don't understand. Like, it, what? My thing is felt big and bad. Like, why are you bringing out the Jamaican <laughs> accent? <laughs> he did when, that on purpose, right? But like, is it is it to push a narrative, honey? Because you know that it is amongst the Jamaican. It's commonly right a thing where Jamaicans don't really like you know. And, it's changed a lot, but like it is a thing where, where they're homophobic. They, right, and that's they, really they, just what it is. So that's why I'm saying, like, are you, like what are you, what are you trying to really push there? Like, what right. was the point was of that, that? Was that the point of your fake ass Jamaican ass? Because it didn't even sound good. Like you thought you was big and bad because you had a Jamaican accent on. Like I'm so confused. Like, you're like I'm so homophobic, bro. and I want to say all <laughs> homophobic things in Patwa Bati Boy. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> But I can't, so I'm going to cry. Bro, and then he followed up with a video of him crying. And I was just like, this is a disaster. That's what I call a weak man. This is this is a disaster. That's what you call a keyboard warrior. But you're really crying because you can't say homophobic slurs? Like, at that point, nigga, just say it. Because you said all the craziest shit to these women and about these women. So just say it. At this point, that's what your fans love you for. Just say it. What's the issue? Thank you. Or Spotify gonna <laughs> is Spotify gonna <laughs> rescind that little endorsement there? That's what he's afraid of, and mm-hmm. that's why he said he wasn't. Oh, he wants to paint the narrative. Oh, the gay man wants him to get canceled. He wants him to say something slipping or whatever, and that's it. No, you're just pussy, bro. Because let me let me uh, let's keep it a buck. If it was a woman, mm-hmm. you would have. Absolutely no fear yep. in saying she's a whore, yep. she's a slut, she's a side she bitch. doesn't need to be a married. She, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. He called Carisha a whore, getting fucked down by Diddy. He said the craziest shit about her. Like, and I was just, it, I was like, wow. He was like, yeah, your best friend's a, a fucking a whore, side yeah. bitch, getting dicked down by Diddy, nigga. Like, all this Even crazy when he was shit. addressing Celsi Santana, he was still talking Still shit talking about Carisha. Like, address Saucy. Address Saucy. Why are you addressing Carisha and talking shit about her in your response to Saucy Santana? Like, make it make sense. It's not making sense. It's just looking, it sounds like he's he's a little too comfortable in bashing women, which, again, that's his brand. Somebody made an argument that the only reason why people think DJ Ackerman, that's, that's his brand, is because the blogs only pick that part up and not the parts where he's criticized Lil Baby, mm-hmm. uh, whatever fucking other rappers he's done. However, I have Even a, when he criticized them, though, there's a the difference. Words he uses. Yes. And here's what I wanted to address. I have an example of two people who were in the wrong in a situation, and this is the interview he did with Lemmy from Zeus. Mm-hmm. On Spotify, they had an interview. Uh, he got Lemmy in, and he asked him a question that we all wanted to know. 
Why did you allow Krishan to smoke and drink while she was pregnant? And if, you know, you can't control that, why did you put it on your broadcast? Do you find any moral responsibility for that? And he didn't let Lemmy, like, Lemmy was just dancing around the answer, uh, answer uh, dancing around the question saying, you know, he, it wasn't important enough for it to get to him. You or know, he, he didn't see he's it. He's busy. So he didn't see exactly, it. it didn't get to his desk. Right. It was clearly not that big of a deal. Right. And my thing is this. And then he allowed it. DJ Academics allowed that answer and yep. just, just went about his day. Right. Didn't press him the way he pressed Krishan about her being a whore, how, how she doesn't deserve to be a mother, and all, right. these, all these things that he had no problem saying on live, right. to her face, behind her back, on other right. interviews. Right. And I just think it's interesting because both are equally responsible when you want to talk about morality, right? Morally, Krishan is a, is a superstar. She's equally responsible because, one, she's the mother. Right. And, two, she knows she has millions of followers watching her. She is a role model no matter what she wants to do. That's the right. life you chose. You right. are a role model. Right. But also, Lemmy has 59-point-something million viewers paying for a subscription. Mm -hmm. And he, too, it doesn't matter if you didn't see it or not. You are the CEO, and at the end of the day, you are responsible. Exactly. You're equally responsible for exactly. putting him. And, and Blueface, too, because he's enabling. There's a lot of exactly. people who are equally responsible but for that. But he don't give them that like, same energy. Correct. And I but think he that's was what so, it is. He was so nice to Lemmy. He was so Lemmy. nice to Lemmy, one. But two, he was also, like, scared to ask those pressing questions that people wanted to know. But he's not he scared of Krishan. stuttering. Yeah. He kept fucking... Well, he stutters a lot. He does, but he just couldn't even ask the question yeah which is what pissed me off because you wouldn't have that same energy with another woman and, right. and this is what i'm saying you disrespect women but mm -hmm. you respect men mm -hmm. and it's like even though you are criticizing men sure maybe that's more constructive criticism but what you do towards women is not constructive criticism at all and there's no respect in it no. with the men there's respect in it even if you are criticizing them there's a level of respect mm -hmm. where you're like you know you're good i love this you know that's there's some type of praising before your point that's exactly with, how he was treating Lemmy. exactly and i feel like with the women that's not the same that's not the same lane that you choose to go down you literally there is no praising there is, there is no. no respect and it's just straight up insult and it's just straight up offensive language mm -hmm. whereas with the men you say your point y'all y'all but there's some respect there right yeah and then and clearly like it's very clear it's very clear that it's it's woman hater behavior, right? It really is very because the city girls did not do anything. And then even when the guy stands up to you, you you talk shit to the guy that talks shit about you, like who confronted you, but about his best friend still while still addressing right. him. You still talking about another woman? Like why? He said he want to meet you outside. Go outside. I don't know. It's weird, and 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 I don't really stand for men who talk to women like that. Period. Like the fact, and the, and the fact that you you plat you have this platform, and you're literally showing these men that this is how you should talk about women is crazy. You may not agree, and listen, you don't have to agree with it. Like the same way. You don't see me sitting here caught like I don't agree with nothing, none of your lifestyle. I don't agree with nothing, <laughs> and I could say a, I could say a lot of bad and fucked up shit about DJ Academics, but I don't because I'm not that person. Right? I'm not. I wasn't raised that way, sir. Right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like crazy the fact and that you have a good relationship with your mom. Uh, 
and my dad. <laughs> right. So right. it's like I have respect. Like I just don't understand men who can literally call themselves men and not and call and then call a woman a whore. Like I just feel like even if that's your you you know you may not agree with her lifestyle, maybe maybe you not. But honey, heal because I feel like that just sounds like you were victim of a whore. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> That's literally it every single time. You You see the same track record with Blueface and his mother. Your mom's a whore. Now you talk about women like they're all whores. Like, I'm sorry that your mom was that, but relax. You need to go to therapy and heal. Thanks. End of story. Um, so yeah, that's enough DJ Academics talk. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, I'm so yeah, over, him. over him already. So moving on, we have a more pressing issue. Who is probably the product of the same environment? when it comes to Darius. But yes, with that being said, Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson, it's it's been really bad. And on November 9th, which was yesterday, Kiki Palmer did file a restraining order against Darius Jackson. And yeah, so it was for him trespassing into her home on November 5th, unannounced, without her consent. And I don't know. I guess they got into an altercation. Yeah, he stole. He took her phone. He took her phone. He like attacked her. I don't even know. Yeah, but he like t- he attacked her. There's photos. There's um, literal photos, and like you know, there's camera photos right here, mm-hmm. here, and it's just like crazy that clearly there's a lot of domestic violence going on, and it's been going on, and uh, it's only coming to the forefront now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just some disturbing news. And the internet has been going crazy about it. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of uh, crazy mm-hmm. um, to see that, and and it makes me wonder because I I'm, I'm just curious to know if that camera was always there or if she just strategically put that there knowing that he's already been a danger and has probably done it mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and was probably like. No one's going to, you know what I'm saying? She played her cards right. Like, right. there's no, like, you know, like, was that there to catch, like, because he's done it before? Like, it's just very telling that there was camera footage inside the house. Right. You know, and and it's kind of sad. It's, it's actually very sad because, you know, as someone as, as who's not unproblematic as Kiki Palmer, someone who has done well for herself, who has done so much, like, for the community, has mm-hmm. represented right. in such a great light. Right. Uh who, you know, again, has been out of the news basically her whole career up until she met this man mm-hmm. um, is uh, is going through that, is going through abuse. And it really goes to show you that no one is safe when it comes to being a victim mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. an abusive relationship. And no one ever really sits there and says, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in an abusive right, relationship. Right, exactly. People don't realize that it could be you at any moment. No matter how much money you have, no matter what your status is. And just to give you guys background, if you don't know who Kiki Palmer is, Kiki Palmer is a celebrity actress. And I know she's a singer and songwriter, but she's mostly known for being an actress in a lot of the movies and shows that she acted in. She was also a child star, so she's pretty big deal. Um, And Darius Jackson is the brother of Sarunas Jackson, um, who premiered in Insecure on HBO. Uh, so Kiki Palmer, that's how they actually met. Kiki Palmer met Darius back in May 2021 at an Insecure after party hosted by Diddy. Mm. And yeah, everybody, if you don't know what Insecure is, it's an HBO series by Issa Rae. Um, yeah, on HBO. So 
They met in May in 2021. Um, she revealed to SNL Live that she was pregnant, revealing her baby bump, and that was December 3rd. And then February 25th, 2023, they um, you know, announced their newborn son mm-hmm. into the world. And I I just think, you know, there's one thing that I have to share. And she shared this in an interview with Glamour magazine. And she said, in quote, but when I talked to him, he was such a sweetheart. I think what I saw was he's such a sweet guy. Um, she then went on to say, back in March 17th of 2022, you know, as she's going public with her relationship with Darius, she went on to say, I just think this was a moment in my time. This was a moment in time in my life where I really stepped into the kind of boss behavior, doing whatever the hell I wanted to do. This is the happiest I ever felt with someone. So why would I go out of my way to hide this person? There's a lot more work than just living in my life and being in my life. You know what I'm saying? So that was what she said with an interview with Bustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like thinking, it's very interesting. So you met this guy in 2021. He presented himself as a sweet guy, you know, and then you went public 2022 in March and you decided, you know what? I'm going to take charge of my life. I'm going to go public with this guy and I feel good. I feel happy. You know, I haven't felt that in a long time. And there is an interview that she had with Steve Harvey where, you know, he was, she was telling him, she was telling him that, you know, she wants to be happy. She doesn't want no one in the industry and she just doesn't want to deal with that. So I'm going to share that interview as well. Uncle Steve, Uncle Steve is always trying to get me with the billionaire. I'm like, Uncle Steve, I don't need the billionaires. I just need some simple, simple stuff. You know, I don't like to mix my industry business with my personal life. I'm just laying low in private, love. Uncle Steve ain't trying to get you with no billionaire. He's trying to get you with somebody that has a plan to have something. That's yeah. what I keep trying to get you to do. You, you can't quit bringing these. <laughs> Uncle Steve loves billionaires. I'm going to just tell y'all, he do. Every time I, anytime I see Uncle Steve out, he's like, now nah, I got this guy. He's got a net worth of 300 zillion. And he, y'all can really create generations and generations of zillionaires. You need something with somebody with something. <laughs> quit trying to give a boy your lifestyle and he ain't earned it. Oh, my God. But you know what? Everybody don't start off as billionaires. I'm not a billionaire yet. Everybody don't start off a billionaire, but you got to have a boy that's got a plan to at least be one. I'm not saying you got to be a billionaire, because, yeah. hell, I ain't a billionaire. And I'm dating some real horrible billionaires, honey. They not good all the time. <laughs> Sometimes they're crazy, Steve, and that's why I stopped taking your advice. You didn't, you didn't pick the one like, I told you to. I'm Steve, the billionaires because you are don't, terrible. Because you don't listen to who I tell you. Them billionaires be you having four be... and five and six other wives. Well, you be right. over, you the one over there and got them. I ain't never bought you nobody like that. You gonna sit your crazy ass up here and now, say that? See, he knows I'm right. He knows I'm you right. You just a lie. <laughs> You're not finna sit up here. Them billionaires. Don't believe what Kiki you hear. Palmer, you not finna sit up here and act like I done turned you on to some bad dude. You do not listen to me. I do. When no, you, you told don't. me about these billionaires. Okay, so yes, that was a clip of, you know, her basically expressing to Steve Harvey that, you know, I don't really want someone that's going to be in the industry. I don't want that for myself. I want to be low-key, low and I want someone that loves me, loves me for me. And, 
I, I just found that very interesting. This whole thing has just been so crazy to me because one, like I said, he presented himself as sweet. Now it's already giving manipulative, not really showing your true colors. And then the whole thing with Usher, mm-hmm. when that escalated, that was when people really started to see who raised, Darius really was. Raised a lot of red flags. Raised a lot of red flags. Because, okay, this is supposed to be the man that's supportive. This is supposed to be the sweet guy that you thought he was. Now he's over here making tweets about, oh, you're a mom. Mm-hmm. So let me just make sure I got the specific tweet that he said, because I don't like putting words in people's mouth, even though that's pretty much what he said. He said, it's the outfit, though, dot, 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 you a mom. And that was when, you know, she was with Usher and everything. And I just felt like right there, is a sign of fragile ego. Mm-hmm. You felt threatened by Usher, and now you want to blame your woman for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that behavior pisses me off because there have been many times where you had no issue with her being nude in pictures before. You knew who you were getting with. And the thing is, she wasn't even nude. She was clothed, but you know, like some sheer, some sheer stockings or whatever. But I'm just like, you know who you're getting with. Well, that's the thing. That's what Steve Harvey was kind of conveying. Like, exactly. You know, be, get with someone that has something. Has something because right. then you have that insecurity mm-hmm. of you have Usher who has status, who has right. popularity, mm-hmm. who is serenading your woman. You a bump <laughs> sitting at home. You know, doing you have nothing. You're just the brother of some actress, actor. Exactly. I mean, actor. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really got nothing going for you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you sit in there with your, again, your insecurities, really. Because right. that just shows a lot of insecurity. Right. That shows a lot of insecurity. And, and I don't know. I feel like that insecurity makes men feel emasculated. And so when they feel like that, they want to feel big and bad. So, of course, he decided to take to the Internet and, and, and do that. And when I first saw that, I was like, nigga, like, why would you do that knowing who your woman is, knowing that you're, you're with a star, you're dating a star? Why would you want your business out on the Internet like that? And, and again, no one knew who he was until that tweet, and it, it raised a lot of red flags. And I was like, okay, now you're showing those same attributes of those men that have those fragile egos, have those fragile masculinities. And and then on top of that, you're very insecure. And listen, because if you had that level of status, you wouldn't be threatened by Usher. You know what I'm saying? Or would you? You know, and I, I got a video that I'd like to share. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a video that will basically give you a timeline of Kiki Palmer and her and her manager and I think this woman does it very well so I want to so wanna... before you share that video real quick I just wanted to share another tweet with you that sure. he had said yeah. so I think it's interesting that he had I guess when he was receiving backlash about how he felt about the situation with Usher even though he came for his woman instead um and and this is the thing before I share this tweet even if you felt away why don't you direct that energy to Usher why is it always directed towards the woman? You know what I mean? I but anywho, but it goes back to what we said, your pussy. Anywho. So he went on to tweet and said, we live in a generation where a man of the family, now listen to the words he's choosing and how he's phrasing it, where mm-hmm. the, a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. 
this is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. It's our family, not your right. family. Right, right. Bro, she's the breadwinner. <laughs> right. But, and, and that's the thing that kills me is like you can already see where this is taking a turn because you're saying man of the family as if you're the man of the house, as if you are the breadwinner when you are not. And then on top of that, you're saying my family, my representation, it's all ego, mm-hmm. all that. Every, everything in that post was mm-hmm. all ego. It was about you mm-hmm. and how you felt. It wasn't about your wife, your woman, because you're not even married. It wasn't about Kiki at all. And it wasn't even about your son. Mm-hmm. You were thinking about yourself in that moment, mm-hmm. knowing who you're with, mm-hmm. knowing how she's in the limelight. You would think you would be more careful. Or respectful. Respectful with social media and just to your woman. Like, why would you do that? You're, you're, you're basically saying it's okay to bash her. Let me tell you something. If someone is willingly okay to bash you online, right? They don't respect you to a certain level. And that's just the truth. Because at the end of the day, it don't matter who I'm arguing with. The internet is forever. And when you sit there and you bash the person you supposedly love and push a narrative, it's fucked up because you're not thinking about them. You're not thinking about them at that moment. No. And it's crazy. So I'm going to show the video now because it touches on everything. And I think the woman does a very good job at explaining the history and how he's been a red flag for quite some time. They went Instagram official on Kiki's 28th birthday in August 2021. One month later, the ish hit the fan. A woman named Taylor Marie, who claimed to be Darius's ex-girlfriend, took to her TikTok to accuse Darius of pressuring her to terminate her pregnancy just three weeks before he went public with Kiki. Yep, we said three weeks. Well, Kiki was the one who approached Darius, not knowing his relationship status, and he was everything she always wanted, so she wasn't going to let a little allegation stop their love train. Unlike her other relationships where she chose to keep things private, she was way more open when it came to Darius. During a November 2021 interview with the Tamron Hall Show, Kiki said she and Darius spent a lot of time together, which made it difficult for her to hide him from her fans. And besides, she didn't want to hide someone that made her really happy. She also loved how he wasn't directly involved in the entertainment industry, but he was well aware of how the industry worked thanks to his brother's career. So what exactly is his occupation? Well, at the time, he defined himself as a fitness instructor, a podcast host, and a writer. What started out as a promising relationship quickly went left when, in March 2022, Kiki unfollowed Darius on social media. Radar Online reported she also deleted all traces of him from her profile. So yeah, things appeared to be a bit rocky between them. But by the following month, they were spotted partying at Coachella. Following that link up, Darius took to his Instagram to post a cryptic message about mistakes and growth. Many people assumed they had called it quits, but that wasn't the case. I just thought that was a video that that explained how he's been a red flag for quite some time. You can tell that there's been some rocky rocky road between them and it's kind of crazy how you know i don't know how you how you just end up in this situation it's kind of sad and this is what happens like you know when you get into 
any type of serious commitment with someone when you don't really know them. Yeah. And that was like my biggest thing. And I just, I was like, when I saw that she was public with this man, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then when I realized, oh, your dating history doesn't go back that far. Like, what the fuck is this? I guess. But then she seemed happy. So I'm like, okay, you're happy. And then the thing with Usher, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you acting like that? You know who your fucking woman is. Why are you acting like that? And now this, it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you putting your hands on a female, you're showing all of the signs that of those people that probably act just like DJ academics. And it's going back to the same thing. Like, why are you treating her like that? And why is everything about ego and about you? You're not thinking about her and you're definitely not thinking about your son. If anything, you're probably using your son as a fucking tool of manipulation. Well, that's what his his text, I mean, his tweet, you know, his tweet. Yeah, I know. So um, what's interesting to me about this whole situation is that his brother decided to tweet. And this was November 9th. He said, the most disgusting, vile, abusive, manipulative person I have ever encountered in my entire life abuses almost everyone. Y'all will see. Just send positive energy to the babies. Any child in the middle of something like this does not deserve it at all. Wow. So damn sad. Yeah. What are your thoughts on his tweet? So I think his tweet was weird because... Mama Bear, Kiki Palmer's mother, came out and had a lot of stuff to say about that. So when she came out with her video, I was like, wow, this guy's fucking weird. But even first of all, his tweet just already, before I even saw this video, his tweet just seemed very like <clears throat> insincere to me. Almost just felt like hopping on a bandwagon. Like, why don't you take that shit up with your brother mm-hmm. in private? Yeah, he deleted it. And like, why don't I'm glad I caught the shit. Yeah, he deleted it. <laughs> and I'm just like, why don't you take that shit up with your brother in private? Because then, you know, Kiki Palmer's mom. Yeah, I didn't see what she said. So you know. Yeah, so I'm going to share it with you. Look, I've never done anything like this. I've been in this business for 22 years. I've seen a lot of stuff. But this is, this is, I, I can't help myself. For Sharonis Jackson to post on his Twitter, uh, the ridiculous stuff that he's posted when he knew his brother was abusive. I went to Sharona's over a year ago and told him that his brother was abusive to my daughter. And he said, uh, well, I used to be like that too. What? So now he's posting on Twitter like he's this uh, special guy. We, we know he's the biggest fuck boy in Hollywood. He's disrespectful to women, just like his little brother. He taught his brother how to be abusive. So he don't get to act like he's this special guy. No, you're a fuck boy and you're a part of the problem. Yep. Wow. And Kiki Palmer's mom, she don't And be she young. don't be saying nothing. You, I didn't even know what her mom looked like. Wow. Truth be told, because she don't come. You would have to go out your way and look up what she looks like to see her. But it's like, I'm not doing that. And like, she's never been in the limelight. She's never been on the Internet. She's never done any of those things. So I just thought it was crazy. Like, wow, Kiki Palmer's mother is speaking out about this. You know, it's real. And the fact that she went to Darius's brother over a year ago to complain about this. That's how you know. But that's what I'm saying. This shit's been going on. You know that camera. Mm-hmm. in that house was put on there mm-hmm. to catch because it's been a thing and that's what i'm saying no one just has cameras yeah. in their house like that outside maybe right you know especially with having that but like inside right. to me it just comes off as like i'm in a situation 
I got to play my cards right. No one's going to believe me because no one believes a woman when she's saying she get beat on. Right. You know, so I need to make sure I really take control and, and figure this out. And that, yo, psh, that's this crazy. a piece of shit. And I just think it's very just interesting how like, so three weeks before they went public, Darius decided to tell his ex-girlfriend to abort their child. And I just think, again, that is just very telling in the type of man that you are. You are not a man. You are a boy. You are a child. You probably saw a ticket with Kiki. Exactly. That's literally what this is. You saw a ticket with Kiki. You saw how she fiend over you, how she loves you, right? You saw that and you took advantage of it and you manipulated her. And I don't, I just don't like that shit. Yeah, because you know what the problem is? And here's here's what really bothered me when I went online looking at just information on the situation. A lot of people are victim blaming. A lot of people, and this is the same shit that happened with fucking Tory Lanez mm-hmm. and and, and uh, Megan The Stallion. Yep. People do not believe women when they are crying for help. People love to blame. Oh well, you didn't see the signs. Look at he was this. And especially he was that. black women too. It's like a thing. They just don't. So they don't fuck with it. It bothers me to think that you are so entitled, right? That you have this entitled attitude to think that not one of you people could ever be a victim right. of an abusive relationship. Right. Like, to me, that drives me crazy because you sitting there saying, well, why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you just that? Is literally such an entitled attitude. Mm-hmm. And you can tell you've never been through something like that because when you are, you don't sit there and say, I want to be with this abusive man. An abuser does not have abuser written on his face. Mm-hmm. They manipulate you. They see your vulnerabilities. They get you for where you're vulnerable. It's a whole psychological fucking go read a psychology book because there's literal literal psychology studies on how you end up in these situations. I do not appreciate the victim blaming. The person who is a victim here is Kiki Palmer and her son. Period. The, the fucking the person who should be getting any type of any anything, any type of backlash, any type of criticism is Darius Jackson. Period. There is no excuse. I don't give a fuck what excuse or reasoning you have to put a hands on a woman. Point blank. Period. And the fact that he sat there and tweeted, oh, I love you, son. See you soon. Goes yeah. to show you again his lack of accountability yep. because he's trying to paint the narrative. Oh, they're trying to take my son away from me. Right. When the reason that they're taking your son is away because from of you, you is because of you. Mm-hmm. You put your hands on a woman. You're a dangerous person to be around. You clearly lack emotional discipline. You clearly have some insecurities. You're clearly a fragile fucking boy and you need to be put behind bars. Period. That's period. And and I feel like I feel the same way. I just, I just, to me, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And again, going back to just all of those red flags, how you acted with Usher. Yeah. Your tweets about everything being about you and having control and having dominance. And that's, you care more about dominance than love. And that's the thing with with men that act like that. It's never really, they're not loving. Mm -mm. It's only about what they can do to gain control, to exert their dominance over you, because everything is about me, 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 me. It's not about us. Us and our was never in his vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Every tweet, my son, my family, my woman, like, hold up, relax. You know, she's not property. Calm the fuck down. And you know, exactly, exactly. And you know what's sad? So when I was like reading an article, because I wanted to get a general 
idea of what people were perceiving his brother's tweet as because when i read it i was kind of confused on whose side he was on i was a little yeah like just not so i went on i went to read the articles and read the comments you know again we come here with with actual facts i do right. i do my research right. and i speak on behalf of people and i was actually really appalled i was on this uh website and it's actually not a, a pretty it's not a big website i'm not going to even name the the website because i don't condone any of the comments i read here but i want to read the type of people that exist because when I say there's a lot of victim shaming and a lot of victim blaming, it really is true. I'm going to read you some of the comments. And <laughs> it just makes me so upset that there are people like this that exist with this mentality, mm-hmm. you know, for real. But people said, every woman abused their partners emotionally but complain when they receive the same fools. Men are wiser now. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Whoa. Oh my God, is that Twitter? Wait, Kiki is an already an irresponsible woman. Let's see in the future. She will be on a podcast crying about how no man wants to date her. She has joined her fellow women to do nonsense. Oh my God. It's pathetic how stupid women can be. I'm very sure other women poisoned her mind. That, I'm not even going to read the rest because it actually gets worse, but I don't want, this is not a platform to shame women. Right. But I really wanted to highlight the type of men that, or, or women, I don't know. I yeah, really, because there are some women out there that yeah. really contribute to the problem. Right, men or women, because of course it's anonymous. Right, these exactly. But, but like if these people really exist out here. These people really are this stupid to really sit there and, and blame the victim. I'm going to, we're going to post the pictures here again. Y'all see the pictures? Right. That's who you're blaming. That's who you're blaming. You're mm-hmm. not blaming the man holding her like this. You're blaming the one, the woman who is clearly being dominated and cannot ha- does not have the same strength as that man. You're blaming her. I just need that. I need that to sink in for a second. Because it, it, in my head, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. I don't think anybody with... Uh, uh, education or any type of degree or any type of any type of common sense that would fucking make sense in the room in their world because like y'all really fucking ignorant to sit there and blame kiki palmer for any of this when she's the victim and kiki palmer don't even like it's just so she don't be about this life right like she's just very low-key like she does not like this and of course the one person that you thought He's not in the industry. You know, I can go public with this guy. The one person that you really, he gained your trust. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Saw you as a ticket out, gained your trust, and did this to you. And it's just That's like, not wow, love. you don't really care. And then what's shocking to me, too, is like the short amount of time that they've gotten to know each other. There hasn't been time to get to know each other. And it's like, so you presented yourself as this like sweet, innocent dude in the beginning. But again, because there was no like not enough, in my opinion, and not enough or ample amount of time to get to know each other. It's kind of like you don't really know what someone's capable of. And I just feel very sorry for Kiki Palmer in this situation because it's so fucked up. It really is so fucked up. She thought she knew him and she didn't. Mm -hmm. She thought she knew him and she didn't. And clearly he took advantage of that. And you know what? And then to and then to being who she is as a person, she likes to be low key. Mm -hmm. So I just can't imagine one of your most traumatic 
moments of your life. Just think about out your right. Like you have to because you have to like that's just when she presented into courts, it was public information at that point. So it's like you have to not only deal with the fact that you're a very private person. Right. And you've been dealing with this privately for quite some time. Right. Clearly. Right. Clearly. But now you have to be scrutinized publicly about your traumatic abuse. I want to cry right now because it's like sad because it's like, what the fuck? Like people are so mean on the Internet Mm -hmm. and really don't understand like how fucked up that situation is. Like and and there's a kid involved. Like that's crazy. He he don't care about his kid. All this shit about, oh, I'll see you soon, son. No, you don't give a fuck. Manipulative. Fuck about your kid. You don't. Those are the same dudes that don't care. They just be manipulating the shit out of people all right. the time. And I'm sure they're going to manipulate their kid, too. Because mm-hmm. this is exactly what they do. That's what's like when he said when he tweeted that it just made me feel so scared for her because it just gave me the vibe like I'm going to use my son as a pawn. You're never going to get rid of me, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. never going to get rid of me because I, that's still my son. That's the energy I got yep, from that. That's what it is, though. Yeah, from that. And everything is all because of him and his ego. <laughs> all of it, literally. Yeah, this whole situation is just so fucked up. And this is why, like, me personally, I encourage y'all to really, like, get to know who the fuck you're dating, get to know who you're with. Because like that show on Investigation Discovery, who the bleep that I marry is a real fucking thing. And just take time. I don't care if it's six years, eight fucking years. You know who the fuck you're dealing with. I don't play that shit. And I got trust issues. I don't play that shit. Like you are not going to come into my life for what, a year and a half. And then I'm going to have a kid. And then, oh, hell fucking no. That's just not happening. I'm not doing that. Tiana really do got trust issues. No, I really do. Because it's like, who the fuck are you? I don't know who the fuck you are. Like. Who are you that th- you think you're worthy of my time? That's how I look at things. I don't give a fuck. Who likes it? That's how I look at things. Yeah. So yeah. five years, we're still working on it. <laughs> Stop. It's but you see, we know each other. Yeah, well, we, we yeah, I got to trust. an extent, to I a got, long extent. I got trust issues too, honey. Don't worry. All right. Anywho. So, yeah, I mean, I... My heart goes out to Kiki Palmer and yes. her whole family because yes. I know her mom has been dealing with this too. And that whole situation is just so fucked up just to know that she actually confronted, you know, Sarunas and it was just like this weird, weird energy to, oh yeah, I used to do that too. But then you want to come on Twitter and act like you're holier than thou? Like, nigga, what? Weird, weird fucking energy, weird fucking energy. I definitely, I my definitely, my heart goes out to both Kiki, her mm-hmm. mom, her son, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I can't even imagine as a mother to sit there and have to see your daughter go through that. Right. Must break my, like break your heart. It breaks my heart. And then there's a kid involved. It's just a lot. And then I just can't imagine like what the psyche behind that goes. Cause then like, again, you know, people, my psychology people out there, y'all know what we talking about Mm -hmm. here, but Mm -hmm. you know, there's that, there's that relationship with the abuser where, you know, you, you you struggle with the idea that that's your your son's father, right? And you're trying to do right for your fucking son, but then and he's gonna manipulate he's her gonna, based off of those, so, like based off of that, right? So I pray that you know that you're able to find clarity, that you're able to find a solution, that you're able to find a healthy uh, way out of that whole situation. And it's gonna take a long time, and it's gonna take a lot of healing, but. You know, I really do hope that everything works out for the better, especially for the baby. Especially. And, you know, I just 
Darius had to learn it from somewhere. So for his older brother to come on Twitter and acting like he's holier than that was just mm-hmm. wild to me. You know, sometimes, and I also want to say one more thing, sometimes, you know, the kid is, you know, I know a lot of the times women don't want their son or their child to be raised without a father. But sometimes, you know, it's probably better off because sometimes the father is just not mm-hmm. equipped to be a father. Right. You know, and you probably end up doing more damage exactly. to the kid exactly. than being absent. Right. Or being or finding someone who is actually capable to fill those shoes. Exactly. You know, you know, families sometimes not doesn't have to be blood. Right. Well, on that <laughs> note, um, I don't have anything else to say about this situation, do you? No, but I really would love to, like, just, again, hear your comments on uh, the Saucy Santana thing, mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer. I would love to hear, the, you know, this is a little bit different than the baddies thing, so I'd love mm-hmm. to hear your comments. You like when we cover this type of stuff. I know y'all ain't like Drake, so... Yo. <laughs> so do you like this stuff? I feel like it's a little bit more on brand. On brand, yeah. for sure. For I sure. love that you guys comment. I really do. Shout out to the people that come back and say that we're your right, favorites. Appreciate right. y'all. We really see y'all. We talk about y'all. We, mm-hmm. we peep everything. Everything. We love the love. Thank you so much. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Please don't forget to like because all that helps us out. Right. Um, and on that note, um, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram. I'm Jesse Strange, J-E-S-S-I dot Strange. And you can find me on Instagram at randommania one. Um, so yes, uh, we do release episodes every Tuesday. We are on Spotify and Apple and Amazon and all that good shit at the Petty Headquarters. We're also on Instagram at the Petty Headquarters. Um, if you want to check out my funny TikToks or Sim Talks, um, it's at Petty Sim Productions, as well as finding visual episodes here of the Petty Headquarters on YouTube at Petty Sim Productions. So yes, with that being said, this was your weekly dose of mess. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.